Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 444. We are that podcast talking about games, anime, video games, the fandom, everything in between with the geek stuff. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I am Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigogami. How is everybody doing tonight? Good, uh, good. All right, I guess. Oh, that's On not the bad. upper edge of the apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> I went foraging for foods. You know, I did my, my weekly side mission, so you know, hey. So you got the uh, dailies and the weeklies going on? Yeah, I mean, I got the weekly and the daily today, but tomorrow I'll go out and get the daily because tomorrow's mission is to forage to make chili, you know. So I have another set of food in my fridge because I already have leftover spaghetti, which I probably can make two more meals out of. I have, like, this big old bowl of – I made marinated sausage and peppers and tomatoes and, like, tomato sauce, so I got that. Throw in some rice or some pasta. And then I'm like, you know, I'm either going to do a pot roast or pork roast or chili and just see how that goes. I might just even wait till the weekend because let's be real. I mean, the buses are free on the weekend, so why not? <sighs> okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. We are live tonight, week of March 31st, 2020, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us every Tuesday night at 9.30 p.m. here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, we're also hosted by the amazing people at the Voice of Geeks Network. You can find us there at uh, Twitch TV slash Vogue Network. Please check out VogueNetwork.com. There's a bunch of amazing live shows and podcasts over there as well. And you can also find us at live.vognetwork.com. All right. I think we got enough of the coverage and all that good stuff. So we're going to go around the room with how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Uh, well, I got paid today, and 90% of that went straight to the paycheck, so that was always fun. You know what? I, 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 I truly feel that, because I'm doing this all this OT, and I look, I'm look i like looking at my check this week, and I'm just like, if I've done what I think I've done, this check alone will cover my rent. And I'll have a little bit X left over, so I'm just like chilling for the time being. Yeah, well, uh, I like I said, like I said, ninety percent of it went to it, but I, I'm thankful that oh God, God, that you know the uh, union is supposed to take care of us. Yeah. Until we get back to uh, work, whenever that may be. Right. But it just you know sucks. You know, having to watch all that money just go straight away. Like I'm like. Reading all the stuff about rent strikes, I'm like, huh, how many other people in our the buildings have a, uh, you know, been put out of work because of this? There was, yeah, I kind of read like a bit of an interesting story about that, give or take one. Um, but um, you know, let, let, let's save that for the geek roundtable. Okay, let, let's kind of save that for that. So. Uh, but yeah, it's mostly. Staying inside, I mean, there are a couple mm -hmm. days where I left the locks on the door and I didn't go anywhere. Like, literally, you know, more, like, didn't, you know, un unlock the door. I just stayed in my apartment all day. And uh, mm -hmm. it's starting to get a little maddening. 
I believe and, it. You know, I, I so, totally believe it. But yeah, I understand you know why people have to stay inside and uh, away from other people. It's just I don't have to like it. Uh, I, you I, know? I feel you. I, 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 I totally do. Alright, um, Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, Animal Crossing, mm. work, mm. Animal Crossing, mm -hmm. reading fanfiction, Animal Crossing, work. So basically, you've been doing a lot of work. Yeah, unfortunately, with the, uh, you know, with everything going on, I can't actually just fully work from home. So I do. Because there's occasion... all sorts of laws with the your position. Yeah, I mean, with the whole, uh, you know, HIPAA thing. Since I do work in the medical field, um, I obviously can't do things at home mm -hmm. that uh, we do in the uh, office. So I have no choice but to go into the office. Um, and most of the crap that I do from home, I can't really do from home, if that makes any sense. No, so I, I basically, that. you know, make lists of what I have to do when I go back into the office. No, I, I, I completely and I totally get that. So, yeah. Well, yeah, and, and you're seeing a lot of that now with people having to work from home and telecommuting and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, because... Businesses have not made those allowances for employees before, so we're seeing a lot of instances where people aren't being given computers for their jobs, people aren't being given the right programs for their jobs, and so it's just like, good job, everybody. Wait, wait, now, 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 now hold on. Hold on. Ichigo. Mm -hmm. I, I, I back what you said 100%, and you are right. You certainly are right but here's the rub a lot of businesses don't expect people to work from home per se there are a lot of jobs where it's just easier to work in the office as opposed to home and then when things like this happen they don't realize and they're scrambling at the last minute like it's it's true yeah. like that's true yeah. but at the same point like it is definitely a business privilege it is a, a business privilege as far as like for people who can, like, in an office space, you know, we're seeing a lot of weaknesses in the system for support for everyone now, yeah. as opposed to just those minorities that have been affected before. True. So, I'm, yeah, and you're totally right. Like, with my job, every basically, I would say 90% of the people are enabled to work from home. The remaining 10% are considered essential because if you know where I work, they have to be there because if they were at home, there would be some programming you probably will not be able to see. I just say. Yeah. But they have figured out a way to, for the new people that are coming in, they've made it a way for them to work so that something. So, you know. A beginning yeah. system for it and starting to yeah. do it now is better than nothing. Yeah. I believe you me, this is going to be a wake up, bit of a wake up call for a lot of businesses and IT departments. Also, you know, one thing, like, if, if you know, we were to, like, my job, we were, like, to be completely put out, you know, or just, 
you know, went completely cashless per- like permanently, they, yeah. they would still have to, uh, you know, relocate uh, the workers that are displaced. So mm-hmm. I'll be okay. That's good. In, in a way. At least it's better than nothing. All right, uh, Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, it has been kind of weird. Uh, because I'm a hermit who works from home anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's been really strange to see the evolution of things, especially what basic things that could be basic to me with my position to what, um, like, I'm part of a few educators groups on Facebook, yeah. especially for professors and things mm-hmm. like that, and how much they're, they're suffering and failing at accommodating education online and it's just a very strange world and the fact that like it has gotten kind of busier for me socially because I guess I am used to kind of being left alone to my own devices and now that people are stuck indoors uh a lot of introverts are seeking those social interactions they can't get anymore in different ways. And Being introverted and staying by yourself is fine when you have the choice to actually stay by yourself. It's when, you know, something like this happens when you're, when you're forcibly removed from other people that you, uh, that they don't like it. You know what I'm getting at, right? Yeah, I, I understand. It's, it's that whole kind of like... <laughs> I, to give it like a comical spin is like the child that's told not to do a thing, but Does the child anyway. wants to do it anyway. Um, because I, I am an ambivert and I can be extroverted. I'm sure you guys have seen me. If anybody's met me in person, I can be quite jovial and, and, and bubbly and verbose and, and joyous. But at the same time, you leave me alone. I, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm not a doomsday prepper, but I'm probably the layman as close as you can get. I know how to survive, and I have friends who are like, yeah, if, if we had to survive the apocalypse, you're that friend. But, you know, it's one of those instances where now it's it's a heavier load for a lot of people to handle, and then on top of that, the stress and the anxiety and all that other fun stuff we have to deal with now. Um, yeah, my the weekend day has been okay, but my sink is falling out of its... Uh, plumbing area right now, so mm. I have to go fix that later, which is going to be I, super I fun. It's all the ennui of a, it's all the ennui of a, you know, sitting room, sitting around at home having nothing to do. That's just it, though, is that I feel like a lot of that is this is where the lost arts come in. I'm never bored, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of that is because I grew up we I, I grew up in a household that kind of pushed the idea that you should never really say that you're bored if you literally not found the possible thing you can do and I know that that sounds really weird but um having grown up as a Girl Scout and like done all these other things that d- made you have to go out of your comfort zone and learn different skills to keep yourself basically keep yourself busy as a child have kind of catered over to what I do now. So it's mm-hmm. it, it's also that workaholic, <laughs> uh, I guess, characteristic I have. Like me and a lot of my friends who are workaholics, we tend to find things to fill those quiet moments 
um, which is why I have such a hard time playing video games and stuff like that, because I don't get a physical world feedback from those. I get a physical world feedback when I've made something, when I've created something, when I've constructed something. Gotcha. And people do get those rewards from video games, mm -hmm. but I just don't. But I appreciate that all my friends have a new game to play. Because I love watching all the Animal Crossing stuff come across my feed, but same, yeah, my weekend same, has just same, been really same. weird. So, so uh, my weekend is it's just been me working, going out for twenty to forty minutes a day for a walk, and Saturday, I'm sitting there, just I don't know, I, I just was was frustrated because what I do is when I'm watching TV or whatever, I will sit there on the bed like this. And I'll just start doing this. And I'll start scratching my head. But what happened was, if you noticed, I used to have a lot of hair. And it got to the point where I'm scratching and digging in my hair. And it's all nappy. And I'm just like, I'm sitting here. It's been like two weeks. I haven't been able to get a haircut. till Saturday morning on my lunch break. Went into the bathroom. Took my clippers. And cut it all off. And I will say, I'm guessing. I'm guessing that uh, you know, barbers and like stylists are uh, non-essential. Yeah, they it, every almost every state that's on lockdown, even though it's like a stay-at-home work order. I'm calling any state that stay at home is locked down. The first ones to go down were the barber shop and the, the barbers and the salons are all in, basically. The spas, yep. barbers, mm -hmm. salons, yep. tattoo parlors, yep. mm -hmm. anywhere that d deals in very close proximity with mm -hmm. people to mm -hmm. the point that like you could breathe on each other mm -hmm. were basically nixed. Yep. Um, even something like what I do, tailoring would have been nixed if I did not run out of my home. Right. So mm -hmm. yeah, and that's basically what I did. And I didn't post a picture Saturday because when I cut it all off, it wasn't even per se. And I'm like, you know what? You give it a couple days, like three days, it'll grow, you know, it'll grow out or something like that. And it'll look it'll even out, like grow yeah, out a little basically. bit more. I mean, I have like a minor patch in the back here, but it's nothing serious. But, you know, other than that, I just been work, you know, just working from home. And if you notice, there's no laundry, there's no clothing hanging up here. Because Sunday, I actually took all of my clothes, took it to the laundromat, because let's be real, I'm only leaving this house twice a week. I'm wearing the same outfit every single day, and then on Sunday, I will select a new outfit and throw the remaining outfit in the wash. Hmm. I do have shorts and two pairs of shirts out, just in case, because there have been a couple of times it's been kind of nice, you know? It's been kind of nice, but that's basically has been my weekend day, you know? Um, now, let's see what's going on here in the chat room here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Okay, looks like um, Nemesis 47 and Serenity 1488 picked up a couple of games. Persona 5 Royal. They're going to pick up RE3 and FF7. Well, my copy of FF7 is, is it coming till the end of April because I have the deluxe edition. And to be perfectly honest, I don't mind either. Uh, Nemesis is getting a bonus for working because he is considered an essential worker. So I just want to say this. Next time you're out and about shopping whatever... Show a little respect at the essential workers because they're helping you so you can survive. So, you know, nod at them, you know, say thank you, something like that. Follow the rules and so forth, you know. Uh, just for the record, if you're shopping anywhere and you see lines on the floor, 
and it's like several feet apart, kind of that's that's your six foot rule. Or yeah, those are the social distancing yes. guidelines. Like they have them in Walmart. Yep, they have them. Yeah, they have them in. Target. We even have them at the USPS too. So. Or yeah, or if you're a tall person like me, you know anybody that's in your shadow needs to step back. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I'm like, if you're in my shadow, you're a little bit too close to me right now, dude. But. Oh, and speaking of shadows, sorry if my lighting is a little low. My um facial lamp just died right before we started. So sorry, guys. Fair enough. Look, the light above me, for some reason, fell off my network, and I spent last week trying to get it up and trying to figure it out. So I'm just like, screw it. I'll just go behind the door and flip the switch, every, you know, twice a day, and, that, and that's it. Whatever. Yeah. So you know, uh, housekeeping news. Um, I don't know if you know this, but it seems that people on YouTube and other monetary outlets. Are being their videos are being demonetized if they mention the word coronavirus, COVID nineteen, and stuff like that. They don't want people making money off it, which I totally get. I'm just letting you know that before every episode of Anime Jam Session and somewhere in each episode, there will be a PSA from the National Association of Broadcasters. I'll be running. So basically, wash your hands, keep your distance, and check yourself. That's basically there's a thirty second spot. So if there's any other podcasters out there that want a copy of this, just go to National Association of Broadcasters.org. It's right there, you know. So, or if you're being too lazy, if you reach out, I'll send you copies because <laughs> you know it's on their. They have a Dropbox for it, so it's you know it's fair game. So, next up is Geek Roundtable. So basically, we're talking about some of the geeky stuff that we're going to share and just kind of talk and unwind about what's going on this whole week before we get into uh, tonight's news. So. Ari, what do you got to show off for this week? What you got? Um, this past Saturday, my uh, we know, like my friends and I you know, around here, we normally have like a game night, you know, occasionally yeah, yeah. when we can all, you know, get together, meet at someone's house and play games. Like the Legacy Edition of uh, Betrayal uh, on the House on the Hill, I believe it is. Yeah, yeah. We've been playing, we've been playing through that. That's been a lot of fun. But <clears throat> let, this past Saturday, my friend, uh, he got us, he convinced us all to, uh, to get on his uh. Twitch channel so that we can mm -hmm. all play uh, uh, the Jack uh, Jackbox Party Pack number six. Yeah, yeah. Which it was fun. The only problem is that watching like watching it on Twitch and you know going back to my like to uh like there was an eight second delay between what I put like what ha what happened on my device and uh mm -hmm. you know what, ha what was happening on screen. Like my phone was right. eight seconds behind and. I, Kind of screwed up some uh, plays at some points, but we were having a good time. The uh, the new Jackbox games are pretty fun, and you know it was nice to you know do that for once in a while, once because we hadn't done it in a while. But other than that, you know, lots of Animal Crossing, you know, lots and lots of Animal Crossing. <laughs> mm. I finally unlocked the tailor shop in it, which means I get I get to uh, you know. Make and share my own designs yeah, I, online. I, I've already. I, I see a couple of that. It's kind of cool. I've already. Well, aside from making Nerdfit slash Massive Hitbox swag, mm -hmm. I've already made a sort of like, okay, I'm gonna make fighting game like fighting game characters. So I've already made a Keith Howard's you know Hakama. It was out of a robe, but you know that's still the same thing. Yeah, you should definitely you know advertise that on your fan page and start putting it on Twitter and just and just spread the word. Oh yeah, I should share my stuff from the. Cool. Like even when you like upload 
a, a design from the tailors. You can, uh, as anyone says, like, you want to share it on social media? And they're like, hit yes. And it's like, automize it for you, mostly. Yeah, because one thing about the share, if you share it to Facebook, it only shares to your page, to your per, to your personal profile. Yeah, like your personal page. page. You know what you do? If you share it to Twitter, save the, go on to your Twitter and your desktop, download the images, and then post them on your fan page. Mm-hmm. Or if That's... you ha- or you can have it set so when you tweet, it goes to your Facebook page. But I actually like it better if you could just copy it, you know, just download the images and post it that way. Yeah, that's probably what I'm gonna end up doing. Yeah. If I get one person to, to type yes in the chat, it'll be all worth it. <laughs> <laughs> also made Ash's first po- the hat in Pokemon because of course I did. Mm. Well, there you go. Theo did it for you. Now you need to do the outfits from Megas XLR, and you're and you're solid. Well, you can actually. Well, they probably, you know, given what they sell and you know how it's expanded, I could probably just buy actual pieces and just you know put them together. Because that, because now to give you like, you can make a magic wand and like turn mm. in like, you know, transform into other things. Like, yeah. like you saw, you showed me the yeah, mm-hmm. people transforming into Sailor Scouts. Yeah. Senshi. Yep. All right, Mako Chow, what you got there for us? Um, one of my favorite. Bad bitches from anime. <laughs> what? Um, I I like Madoka and Homaru is my favorite character. So, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, um, it actually is supposed to make sounds, but the batteries are dead. Yeah. You know what kind of batteries it takes? Um, I can check one of the other ones. It takes really tiny watch batteries. Oh, oh like little button, button cells? cells? Yeah. Let me see if I can. It just made me giggle when you said bad, bad, bad bitches because it makes me think of the old 90s video game store that I think still has locations in Canada called Babbage's. No, Babbit. yeah, Babbage. It sounds like, it, like Land, isn't it? Yeah, all right. There was, yeah, fun, yeah there was Funkoland, uh, Sulphur, etc., Babbage's, which became EB. Then there was Electronics Boutique. Oh yeah, it was EB Games. Yeah, That's I right. think Electronics Boutique became EB Games. Uh, Babbage's was part of Sulphur, etc., and then you had Funkoland, and then they all just merged into. The I worked at a Funkoland once, like. Fall, fall 2001 to January 2002. She's whispering us sweet nothings, Patty. <laughs> and and, and what's, what's, really, what's really kind of fucked up, there, that's also the voice of Eevee and Pokemon. Yes, which Same is woman. why, yes, which is why all of my Eevees I name Madoka. <laughs> no, wait, oh, it's because e- that... yeah, Evie and Madoka okay, have the yeah, same yeah, voice. Not Homer. My bad. My bad. Uh, Ichigo, what have you been up to? What's on your What's on your Geek Swag Roundtable for tonight? Uh, I've been fixing clothes that have needed like replacing zippers and stuff. Um, 
and I've been perfecting patterns for friends of mine who want to do mask making for hospitals and for themselves. So that's, that's been kind of my nerdy thing. I made a few for myself because sometimes I have some medications that make me immuno, immuno, immunosuppressed. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know what that came from. But yes, I have a few little mask sleeves that are super cute. Um, and yeah. I have one that I call my candy bandit mask, which is uh, this one. I'm surprised no one's made like a KBA style League of Legends uh, masks, you know, to, to pass out. Um, they are. They they have already. They were kind of a dust mask level, and they were already kind of manufactured. So I wouldn't be surprised if people already have patterns or are using their cosplay masks. Yeah. I mean, if you see in the news, um, there's even doctors and stuff using Halloween masks oh, and know, stuff yeah. to fight this. So. I, I'm not I would not be surprised you know I keep thinking I should get a mask but whenever I go out the majority of people are already wearing masks so I'm just like oh, I'm good it's like when I go out for my walks it's not a lot of people out it's just when I go shopping you know it's like well you know but um what I'm gonna show off is something that I got from Mako-chan about six years ago I don't know if she remembers this, but I'm going to show it up. This is something that she gave me when I when I completed uh, college. This little graduation bear. Aww. This bear. Oh, yeah, this bear's been sitting on my shelf since I basically got it. So you know. But um, you know, outside of that, you know, let's kind of talk. What else what's going on? It's like, I, I meant to ask you earlier, Ichigo. I mean, not to ask, but to kind of follow up what you were saying about working from home. It's like, yeah, the whole ambivert thing. It's like you're working from home. It's like in, introvert mode switched on. And it's like, I'm just saying, let's say from 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock at night, you probably get maybe about 10 messages from people. And you're like, okay, I'll get to them. I'll get to them. I'll get to them. And it's like, as more people were staying from home, you'll probably notice the number of messages were going up, and you're like, who are you people, you know? <laughs> it, was, it wasn't so much that. It was more so the movement to people online and a lot of stuff being moved on to an online okay. platform. Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that my week is starting to get filled up when I'm usually just kind of like, not to say ignored, but, right. like, people don't usually pay a lot of attention to me. I am the shadow seamstress. I like that way. Mm -hmm. um, because of how I sew, I tend to be a little bit higher price point. And so, like, I kind of don't get as much attention as a lot right. of my other friends and counterparts. Right. So when people are like, oh, like, uh, do you want to play... I now right now I am part of a D&D &D group yeah. and right now we're doing a Cyberpunk 2077 campaign Ooh. which is super fun but we're doing Sounds it on like the Roll20 application and we're kind of learning that while we're trying to play and there are some nights where it's a little frustrating because there's buttons and stuff I haven't learned about yet and so we're all trying to rush to do it and then uh, there's like one player last game that he just ended up, his character just ended up running down a hallway for like an hour. And it's hard when you're not in person to do that because when you're in person, you can joke on each other. But when you're online, it's like, you don't want to talk over one another. Yeah. So it's a lot harder. I'm also seeing the instances of the education where like people forget to mute their mics and they go to use the facilities. And, um, <laughs> so in, in 
Oops, indeed. You know, um, I, I just want you to know, I mean, for, for the record, if I haven't pointed it out, right by the coffee machine here is my bathroom. And if you notice, I have the door closed for reasons being. And it's more mm. like, from time to time, you'll hear the toilet going through the whole water routine or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of need to keep it, the door closed. And it's like, I'm sitting there at my laptop work, working, and I just hear the toilet. I'm just like, fuck, gotta close the door, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that's a little harder, um, especially for people who aren't used to working at home and don't have, like, the soundproofing and stuff. Um, I don't really have soundproofing, but... And, and we live in a townhouse, um, and there are basically small children under the age of 10 on both sides of me, yeah. which I am highly surprised that they their stomping and stuff isn't usually heard on stream, so, like, mm. thank you. Um, but I also kind of feel bad for all my friends who have kids under the age of, like, six or seven, because yeah. now they're basically going to lose a year, and I anticipate what's going to happen is that these kids are going to end up having to start the year kind of all over again? I don't know. It depends on how well they're being educated at home. Because you got to understand, there are some school districts that are doing home learning. But there are some... Oh, no, that, I, I understand but there, completely, but and that, that's the problem. Yeah, there are some that, that aren't. So, you know... Well, yeah, there's some that are doing the telelearning, and yeah. then there are some where the kids can't even get straight access to internet to even gather their materials. So, like... Uh -huh. And, you know, I, and I will say, like, more or less the parent company that I work for is offering free internet access to families so that the kids can learn. At least, I mean, that's, well, that's good. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. something. And, and, and there are a lot more of those bigger companies reaching out and doing better things. But at the same point, it's like, is it too little too late or is it just in time? And it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a, it's kind of. A double-sided sword, you know. Uh, to to that, uh, one quick thing on a side note in our chat room here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, Stacy D Pro says no toilet microphone setup. Well then, uh, don't give one of us an idea. One of us might cr be crazy enough to do that. So wait, do what? Toilet microphone. Remember sitting in the toilet and flushing. I feel it? like oh, that. <laughs> I feel like that's what happens to the Big Brother kids uh, and stuff. Oh gosh. But I'm just saying, not for nothing, as small as my my bathroom is, it's got some pretty good acoustics. I'm just saying. In the chat, we also have people mentioning different campaigns that yeah. they are running in D&D, &D, which, um, if you're stuck at home, D&D &D is definitely oh, an amazing yeah. pastime. And it is not a religion-based game. You can play it. You're not going to summon demons. It's fine. Um, so, uh, they say they have a homebrew mix of D&D 3.5, great system, Pathfinder, and Big Eyes, Small Mouth. Ooh, yes. Three great, great, uh, styles. Um, and then also, uh, one apparently had a campaign that was, uh, 420 themed called Dank Woods. Mm. That was quite entertaining. I, um. I can see Mako-chan at the front gates. Let me in! <laughs> And then Kurohikari-chan said that they just applied to work for a company who services libraries and who in turn has been making a lot of resources available to schools during this time. I do remember seeing quite a few posts about digitizing literature for people to be able to access it. And you yourself, if you're stuck at home, you don't know what to do, a lot of local libraries actually have digital catalogs and you can open. check a book out. The websites are usually always open. Yeah, and a lot of libraries are basically extending like um, 
loan out time is just kind of cool. Like at my yeah. job, one thing about my job, they're basically now one thing when you work in the corporate aspect, even not even the corporate aspect, you have to change your password every ninety days. They push that off, so you know. And and in chat we also have, but if you're not summoning demons, is it a really a D and D campaign? Point taken. <laughs> Point definitely taken. Yep. I mean, and I've said it, you know, I kind of miss turning and be like, oh, hey, hmm. oh, check, hmm. it's just me going, typing in our team's group, like, just, hey, such and such, and throwing a link to, to them, and just waiting on a response, maybe up to an hour later of an LOL or something like that, you know, I mean, it's like I said, if my place was a little bit bigger, it probably wouldn't be so bad, I could just, like, walk out of the the workroom and sit in the living room and come back, but everything is just up here. And, you know, I gotta say, a lot of us are making the best of it, so, this is, and, um, check, don't forget to check on your introverted, extroverted friends, because extroverted people aren't really used to being cooped up like this, and there's a limit of how much introverted people can take, which is why I actually try to go out for a few minutes at a time, so, you know. Yeah, my introverted ass is usually, you know, done with people by the time I'm done with work. Yeah. So not going into work and not seeing people, I'm really wanting human interaction. You're like, <laughs> my sucks. hate for people is being satiated. What is this feeling? It is. It's like, <laughs> it's so screwed up. You're like, damn it, I'm a cat. I've always been a cat. When you go oh, back... I've I've known that. <laughs> I've known that. Okay, when you, Mako, when you go back to work, you need to put a little sign on your cubicle that says Mandy and a little picture for with her look of, I'm not impressed. You know. Yeah, this one. <laughs> AKA her default expression. Exactly. Yeah, she needs a sign for her door that says "Thanks, I hate it." When work is back. You know, like a grumpy cat. Yeah. I'm at the point that I cannot wait until things go back to normal. You and me both. Just yeah. to actually have, you know, my normal daily interactions with people. You know what? It's, yeah. it's that, it's getting to be that just off. I feel like it's a sense of normalcy for a lot of people. Is that it, even if it didn't deal with interacting with folks or being in a business setting, if you had a, I don't know, like an interaction or a sense of normalcy that was in your brain it just kind of set everything right mm -hmm. i feel like that would help a lot of people but i feel like uh, again kind of bringing it back to where we were a little bit earlier talking about how barbers and like spas and stuff yeah. closed down for some people that was their normal they would go and once a week they'd go get their hair cut they'd go get their nails done and that was like mm -hmm. a normal for yeah. them mm -hmm. um so i feel like having that sense of normalcy it might help, and I know that this is going to be a long time, yep. so I hope you're able to find it. And I know that there are some barbers who are going, who are doing house calls, and there are people who are doing, like, having people come one at a time and doing, like, after they do their color, clean up, disinfect, all of that, wait about a half hour, send the next person in. And, you know, the closest thing to my sense of normalcy is going to, the Target and Buffalo Wild Wings on Tuesdays, you know. 
And I realized from home, it's an extra 20 minutes because it's a local train going, whereas I'm taking an express down. So I'm just getting in, and I'm just kind of timing it so I can try to have a normalcy, which is why I'm still doing the podcast with you guys. And then going out on Wednesday or Thursday to do my mini shopping, and then Friday going to Dunkin' Donuts for, for, for my breakfast, you know? It, that's the type of normalcy I, I'm so thankful and humbled I'm still getting a chance to hold on to. And one of the positives of having my normal routine disheveled is getting an extra hour of sleep during the week, and my mind's like, you don't have to be up till 8 o'clock, so you might as well just stay up to 2, 2.30 watching anime and playing video games. I'm just like, just like I'm 17 all over again, you know? Yeah, That's what nice. I've been doing. It's been nice. Yeah, it is nice. I don't have to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. The only yeah. problem is, you know, just not, like, not, not being sure what time it is when you're waking up, you know, just trying to figure out what to do. And also... My app for my CPAP machine expects me to be in bed by 10, you know, to uh, properly, mm-hmm. you know, properly, you know, monitor me because that's yeah. how I have it set up because, yeah. you know, again, getting up at five. Right. So I have read- to listen to my app just tell me, what the fuck is wrong with you? Did you, <laughs> did you readjust your app, you know? Well, I'm normally in bed by that time anyway because, yeah. you know, your body it's, is, it's habit at this point. Yeah, your body's, and I get that. You know, it's like I have to rearrange, like, my, my, my alarm, you know. Like, this morning, I overslept by 15 minutes. I was like, let me turn my alarm back on and set my main alarm as the backup again so that way I don't get caught out there, you know. hmm You know, and I'll say, you know, I like, I kind of like the fact that I am rolling around in my little apartment going from here to the desktop there to my works my work laptop and th- behind me there is like where my my folding laptops are and I have my other TV tray sitting out in front of my storage closet there you know for like remotes controllers it's where I keep my bowl my coffee you know so which reminds me I have leftover coffee that I'm gonna throw in the fridge later so I can have it for tomorrow because why waste good caffeine? So, are we sort of kind of done talking about this for right now? Okay. I think we are. All right, good. Sure. Yeah, cause honestly, I want us all to kind of just get it out of our system and just talk about it in a positive way. Kind of relax and just shoot the shit, you know? That's what I want us to do during this little fun time. So, let's go ahead and go into tonight's um, quick round of topics. Uh, Ari, what's going on with uh, Trevor Belmont and the Belmont clan? Oh, good. Uh, let's see. Uh, we get we have announcement of a season four for Castlevania on Netflix. I haven't even finished season two. Well, season like season two is good. Three gets a little bit dark, but uh, I know. Uh huh. Uh, the first four episodes season premiered on July 2017. The second eight episode series premiered in October 2008, and they're both seasons are also on home video. Mm. <clears throat> and we have Sam Deeds directing the series, Warren Ellis is writing and executive producing, and other executive producers include Shankar, Fred, S- Fred Saber, and Kevin Kodal. Mm. So it looks like we're you know, seeing all the same voice actors come back. You know. The end of season three left some, left some things you know still hanging out, and uh, just fans wondering like where the hell are they gonna go with this next? Mm. 
you know, because like we talked about it a couple weeks ago about uh the like the last season, like the like the last episode of the season. Huh? Didn't we? I, I'm fairly no, certain we, no, we did. No, we talked about the quote unquote controversy that happened in the last season, in the, in that season. Yeah, I was too busy watching Trevor Belmont dual wield whips and killing demons by using the freaking MMA rope drill thing <laughs> to kill them. <laughs> also, Cypher threw a Kien, threw a Kienzon made out of ice and racked up more kills than all of Dragon Ball Z. That's a lot. <laughs> but yeah, I've been I've been really getting into the series. You know, the animation studio is great, and I'm just looking forward to seeing more of it. Okay, that's good. Glad to hear that. Maybe I'll pick up some, take some of my free time and catch up with seasons two and three. Mm -hmm. They finally start using more music from the games in the, from the franchise in the, towards the end of season two. Mm, okay. Maybe I should get around to finishing Castlevania. this article um we're gonna try to do our best to not really announce like e conventions that are canceled because of this virus and it's like i said on last week's show uh you can always go to fancons.com and there's like an existing list of, of conventions that are still going on i believe anime next just recently canceled and amazement is postponed till later this year so you know i'll, I'll say this there may not be any cons happening this year, but all that money you're going to spend, put that put that money in your savings account, or in, or take some of it and put it in a separate checking account. Have yourself a nice nest egg to go to splurge on for cons of 2021. But until until that we get to that aspect, I just let you know that Comic Cat 98 has basically has been canceled. So, but the catalog itself will go will still be on sale for purchase. You know. If you purchase the, the catalog of, of the of available doujins or and so forth, that money will go to keep Comic Cat going, so there'll be one for next year. According to the committee, they cannot confirm that the Tokyo Big Site venue that's going to be available in December for, I guess, Comic Cat Winter Edition, or in this case, uh, Comic Cat 99. Because, um, you know, the Tokyo Olympics has also been postponed as well. They are saying that plans for Comic at 99 will be announced separately once the schedule and the venue has been confirmed. But they said that they may postpone or cancel the event altogether. The event was supposed to take place at Tokyo Big Site from May 2nd to the 5th, but they already rescheduled the convention three months earlier to accommodate the Summer Olympics, which is fair enough. You know, you don't want uh, young weebs deciding like which one they want to go to. You know. Uh, the Yuri Yuri manga creator Namori stated on her Twitter account earlier this month that she will forego going to uh, Comic Cat 98 due to her own concerns about COVID 19. Tokyo confirmed 47 new cases of this uh, on th uh, last Thursday, which is the fourth straight day of record increases. Uh, Tokyo Governor Yuriko Koike called for Tokyo residents on Wednesday night to stay at home and enjoin residents to work from home and not to go out at all. Tokyo has been issuing policies against large events and gatherings since February 21st, but, you know, cherry blossom season, you know, people are going to go watch. But, um, 
I, I found this out. What's kind of interesting, right after uh, Japan, uh, Tokyo postponed the Olympics, the number of cases just happened to, I don't know, just, a, you know, rise right after. It's like they were trying to, like, cover it up so they could still do the event. And that's kind of dangerous. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. Neither am I. Maybe we can have the virtual Olympics. You know, have you know, have someone in their backyard doing doing the ropes or something like that. We'll just, just have wait everybody until I start putting esports into uh, Olympic events. Oh God. No, we're just gonna have everybody that would be participating in the Olympics sit down and play Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, and whoever wins wins. Well, not for nothing. That's basically what the NHL is doing. I mean, they're playing. They played all the rest of the games on NHL 20. So, I mean, it's something. <laughs> now for NFL, you know, for, oh, let me get some Tecmo Bowl 2020. I'm, I'm all in that son of a bitch. Anywho, <laughs> all right, Mako, it's time for you to get happy about your fandom. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, so part of the Nintendo uh, Direct Mini live stream mm -hmm. ended up showing a trailer for the Isle of Armor, which is one of the first of uh, two expansions for Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Uh, so you got to see some of the new Pokemon that will be popping up. Uh, you got to see some of the new... Uh, Gigantamax forms. Um, you got to see the evolved starters. Um, you got to see uh, a couple of other uh, new story content and characters and all of that. Um, I'm really excited that they decided to go this route with it and do expansions instead of doing something like, uh, you know, Pokemon Gun or some bullshit like that. The funny thing about their uh, the titles are, th these are like, hey, wh they're like, what would people think a uh, third game in this series would be? Mm. Oh, I know. <laughs> so they came up with things like, that's where Armor and Crown most likely came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm waiting for the uh, expansion to hit. Um, I really actually need to continue playing my game, mm -hmm. but I kind of got sidetracked with uh, fan fiction and then now Animal Crossing. Um, but I really, <laughs> I, I really need to finish my game so that when the expansions come out, I can just go straight into the expansions. Because, um, you know, I kind of pre ordered them as soon as they dropped. <laughs> um, yeah, so as soon as they actually go through, um, my Switch is going to start downloading them. <laughs> but yeah! I mean, I'm excited. Uh, I, I, as I said, I like this idea better than just coming out with a brand new game that's just a rehash of the game that we've already been playing. You know, I, I, you know, uh, to take this over to Animal Crossing for a, for a real quick hot minute, and you know, 
I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not a fan of the game. It's just never piqued my interest. But I'm just loving how Animal Crossing is just bringing so many people together and bringing a sense of normalcy to what's going on. I'm just absolutely loving it. I, I got into it with camp, with the mobile camp, because I yeah. thought that that was really fun and cute. And I do, I did like this series. Um, and I think it, I think there are a lot of really fun things going on. Um, a lot of people are designing outfits and creating like these big databases of different things. And everybody's like, oh, what kind of fruit do you have? I have the fruit. So it, there, there is that great sense of normalcy and community that's mm. there, which I think is really great. I mean, I oh, just yeah. I just found out that you know, there was like a code on GameStop site where everything was basically nearly fifty percent off. If I had known about that earlier in the day, I probably would have ordered a copy of Animal Crossing just to check it out. So, I mean, I did play Pocket Camp, but I stopped after about a week because I just couldn't deal with the load times. But now that I have a faster phone, I might try it again. Who knows? Well, uh, to get yourself a faster phone, you might want to check out Bruce Willis uh, crashing into a house as Doraemon in a 5G TV ad. Um, <laughs> yes, as one might say, Um <laughs> SoftBank's new ad for its 5G cell phone service stars actor Bruce Willis crashing his way through a house while wearing a blue hoodie and a white t-shirt. The die-hard and Golden Globe-winning actor is none other than time-traveling feline Doraemon, although he's very uncat-like in his appearance. Don't make fun of his Gajinka cosplay article. The ad premiered in Japan in Friday, on Friday, uh, the same day that SoftBank rolled out its 5G service, and the ad proposes that 5G is another secret weapon Doraemon can use, like the Anywhere Door and the 4D Pocket. Willis is joined by actors Ayo or the live-action Thermae Romei, uh, Kanako Higuchi, uh, the live-action Cashern, and Dante Carver. Ueto Higuchi and Carver play the White family reoccurring characters in SoftBank ads. This isn't the first time a human actor has taken on the Doraemon mantle. French film star Jean Reno, uh, Leon the Professional, and Mission Impossible and the Da Vinci Code for also, a series of Toyota. Oh, go ahead. Also one of my favorite games, Anamusha 3. For a series of Toyota <laughs> ads in 2012, an actual cat did the best it could to channel Doraemon in an ad for Spanish hazelnut spread company, Nocilla. Mm. Yeah. You know, he hearing that reminds me of how, you know, you, you go... Like YouTubing, you, you come across odd Japanese commercials with American actors in it. You know, I know there's been articles about that and panels. Japander.com, that. you know, that's what you're thinking of. That too. <laughs> that too, you know? I've seen, well, I mean, yeah, one of my favorite movies was Lost in Translation. Oh, yeah, that. I think yeah. I had that on my shelf. That was a good film. It's one of my favorites. I think it's it's one of Scarlett Johansson's best, and it's it's just a it's overall it's just a great movie. Yeah. Oh, they're actually making good time. All right, I, 
I guess we have time to go into Meanwhile in Japan and have extra time to kind of spaz out, depending on what Mako-chan gave us, so... I didn't think it was too bad. Hmm. Last time I heard you say it's, I didn't think it was that bad. Um, Ichigo was sitting there sewing her skull up from the crack. Ari was sitting in the corner be begging for a... a, 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 a one of those crazy vests, and I'm just there with my head in my hand, just like, just end, just end me already. I was gonna say, if we still have our shit together after these articles, maybe we can talk about and support some of the local or community-based events that have gone virtual or are offering virtual things. I have, that's a great idea. We could do that too. Yay! Let's see what we got here. Um, Can I take the second article? Go right ahead. Yay! I'll take the third. I'll take the third article. I'll go with the first one, I guess. All right. Okie dokie. <clears throat> so yeah, to the surprise of really nobody, uh, the, the Tokyo Olympics are coming July two thousand twenty-one. Mm -hmm. Uh, NHK report on Monday that Tokyo government officials have stated that the Tokyo Olympics will open on July 23rd, 2021, followed by the Paralympic Games on August 24th. According to officials, the IOC, Tokyo Games Organizing Committee, and Tokyo Metropolitan Japanese governments agreed to the schedule. The Tokyo Olympics was scheduled for July 24th to August 9, August 9 2006, uh, 2020, followed by the Paralympics from August 25th to September 6th. Uh, Shinzo Abe last Tuesday announced that Japan reached an agreement with the IO chief, IOC chief Thomas Bach to delay the 2020 Games. Uh, USA Today reported last Monday that IOC member Dick Pound real name, told, told the news reader that the 2020 Olympics are postponed. Why can't he just call so, yeah. Richard Pound? I'm just saying. Dick Pound is a, sounds like a porn star's name, you know? I think I'm sure he gets that, like, constantly and at this point he's like yeah whatever isn't this the, i guess this is the same guy from the article we read last week about the olympics mm -hmm. yes oh my gosh poor unfortunate soul i'm sure people like like say <laughs> dick pound he's just like you know like that <laughs> but yeah just an, another big uh, event that's been you know shelved so that people can focus on not being sick and dying yeah and again i kind of want to touch on this is that like if you see an event that's still going on that seems like it should close and there's a lot of people commenting on it 99 percent of the time i'm going to give you guys a vocabulary word to look up force majeure um yeah so that's that's that um and, and in chat also, uh, it, what are people panic buying at your local grocery store? Because we're going to touch on that in my article. Um, convenience store shopper panicked to find bread section empty until finding out why. Timing is everything. With a recent spike in COVID-19 cases in Tokyo, Governor Yuriko Kweke's recent announcements have prompted fear that a full-scale lockdown is on the horizon, and with it, a fresh wave of panic buying spread through the area. 
However, luckily, it seemed to calm down relatively quickly, and by some eyewitness reports, it hasn't been as bad as certain media outlets would have us believe. At the supermarket, a certain TV station was asking clerks, is there anything sold out? Are any shelves empty? And they were disappointed that they couldn't get footage of panic buying. I hate rotten journalism trying to twist the facts. But it's still enough for people to continue engaging in some cautiously measured stocking up and not wanting to get caught with bare cupboards when the other shoe drops. One such person was Twitter user Nazarenu or Natalie Mao, who thought it'd be safe to pick up a few items from the local convenience store. However, when they arrived, I was relieved to see that the convenience store was normal, but the baked goods section was completely empty. Gah! <laughs> they say that in the tweet, I'm sorry. Just as I wondered if it was all bought out, floored emoji, wow, all is forgiven. The rack in the photograph is usually full of an array of pancakes, cheese buns, delicious Japanese breads, I, my mouth is salivating honestly, mm. and more, but this time was completely barren, and although it would have been a welcome sight for TV camera crews, Natarine thought the worst until they read the paper note taped to it. We are very sorry. We forgot to order more. In any other time, such a message probably would have made a customer's angry, especially in the U.S. where people can't manage their emotions. But that's, in light of recent events... Like, <laughs> that's putting it lightly. It's strangely heartwarming. Even for others online, it helped put things into perspective. Ha ha, that's okay. I'm sure the staff are working very hard. That's a nice shop. Well, you can't help it if you forgot. Of course, people would be crazy to panic buy at convenience stores with their prices. I wonder if those baked goods could even be frozen. I saw how people acted at a supermarket in Spain. We are very lucky here. It's a reminder of how overwhelmed the staff can get these days. Be sure to remind them they're doing a good job next time you see one. The last point is definitely good advice and something American folks and other folks in other countries could learn from. Um, <laughs> not that I've worked retail, though I have, and I would love respect to be a normal thing for them. Um, hopefully everyone can keep this level of civility and compassion towards staff and each other if things do start to get much worse in the article they say in Japan, but I'd say everywhere. You know, the title of that article just reminded me of Ronma one half right off the bat. The episode where Ryoga is mad at Ronma for stealing his bread. <laughs> yeah. Tell Tony, I mean, I'll never forgive you for this. You stole my bread. <laughs> you lousy then, thief. <laughs> this is the same one where he like schedules a fight and then he shows up like two weeks later or something yes. and Ronma's like, I'm bored, I'm over it. Because Goodbye. he has no sense of direction. He's yes. running around and he's Genma with the bread, and and I found out that that in in the Japanese he goes pan daka, which means that's bread. When they translated it, they it's made a him, play on words. No, I no, they actually no, they mistranslated. He goes a panda. He's supposed to go bread. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Rama does have a lot of play on words, but yeah, pan in Japanese means bread, and if you've ever had convenience store Japanese bread, it is. A pillow from heaven. I can't eat a lot of it because gluten. Yay. Well, but um, 
I definitely, that was like a staple. And the mention of the pricing in the article, prices at Japanese convenience stores are actually convenient and not super marked up like a lot of other places. I believe Even Wawa does it. I mean, look, I will def if I, look, a dollar for a loaf of bread is a-okay with me. Two dollars with this nice tasty potato bread. No. Man, I miss the or hot. Honey wheat's good. Honey bread. wheat is good. Honey wheat is good. I, I I usually mix it up between honey wheat and potato bread, and sometimes uh, you can get like the nice soft loaf of sliced Italian bread. Mm, that's good for French toast when it gets a little stale. No, 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 I'm t- no, no, no. I'm not talking about the thin loaf. I'm talking about you can actually get the normal full size loaf of Italian bread. Oh yeah. yeah no, I mean mm-hmm. like we cut it thick, like like me. We cut it thick. That's French toast, boo. Now, wait, Ari, weren't you making um, garlic toast earlier or something like that? I didn't have any rolls, so I just I just looked at the uh, you know the half a loaf of uh, honey wheat bread I got and just mm-hmm. put, covered it with like melted butter, yeah. Italian spice, and like powdered garlic and onion, and you know had to make do. Honestly, a pro tip from someone who worked at a fast food Italian restaurant: if you want to make bread go from like thirty calories to one hundred and fifty real quick. Um, just mix some butter or butter oil if you're a popcorn fanatic, uh, about a third of that, and then, like, two tablespoons of garlic powder and a table, a teaspoon or two of salt. That's basically the butter oil that we would brush on any breadstick. Olive Garden does it, Fazoli's does it. That's basically what makes garlic sticks so addictive. See, that also reminds me, because, as I've mentioned, I have over here in my corner a, um, instant pot vortex air fryer so i'm sitting there making my sandwich for lunch and i'm just like i wonder how long it'll take me to toast it make a toasted sandwich and i'm just like looking it up online and i'm finding the directions on how to make a toasted peanut butter and jelly no toasted grilled cheese sandwich i'm just like i just want it warm enough so i'm like you know what fuck it i threw it in there put it on air fry for two minutes Came out with the nice, right consistency that I wanted. Not too hard, not too soft, nice and warm. It was a toasted chicken and cheese sandwich. Perfect. That reminds me. You put a hot, put a King's Hawaiian bread in a uh, air fryer and toast it. So good. So good. I love King Hawaiian's bread. Speaking of delicious, delicious toasted bread products, Ranma, why yes. don't you carry us on to the next article? Oh, I can definitely do that. Let me bring it up over here. All right. It looks like Domino's is being good guy Domino's now. They're offering Sakura videos and free second pizzas to Japan to do the cherry blossom parties at their house, you know, because of what's going on with the coronavirus outbreak. It's happening around the same time as the cherry blossom season viewing. People are going out and watching the cherry blossoms and just staying out almost all day despite the warnings of what's going on you know but but basically health officials are telling people please don't do that you know you have to do social distancing initiatives and if you do that you're not going to be able to really see the cherry blossoms come out because of their short uh, lifespan but what um, Domino's Pizza is doing they started what's called at home Hanami which is Cherry Blossom Viewing Party. It's a promotion where at the centerpiece of this is a collection 
they're doing is a collection of soccer videos with amazing footage and audio accomplishments, which sounds pretty cool. And Ari, if you could post a link in our chat for people to check out some of the stuff, which is really nice. One second. And as part of this campaign, they're offering free pizza for customers. So basically, you order one pie for delivery, you can get a second one for free. And, and basically the way it is, the second pizza could end up costing you less than nothing since a bill for a two pizza order is calculated by the total price of the two and cutting it in half. But basically your second pizza is less expensive than your first, so you're kind of just really getting paid to eat the second one. Interesting. Nice. That is really cool. This promotion is going on for an unspecific amount of time, but with the Hanami season going through mid-May, it'll probably be around for a few weeks. And if you go on the website, there is a link for a coupon that you can get it, this as well. So what's but it probably only deals with Japanese dominoes and yeah. not American dominoes. So. True. But what's cool is you don't have to be a Domino's customer to check out the videos, which is really awesome. Now, something here at the end of this little article here, you know. In Japanese, people express that the simple, direct pleasures are the key to happiness with the phrase, Hana yori dango, which literally translates as dumplings are better than flowers. You could probably say that the same thing about pizza, and while this year's soccer season is unlike in any recent memory, it's a good reminder to cherish the simple things in life, like having a roof over your head, a slice of pizza on your plate as you enjoy your cherry blossoms from home. And you know something? I find myself doing that after the podcast or sometimes during I just sit down with something to eat, watching TV. I'm just like, Well, well, now with all the nature cameras, there is even a blossom cam for the cherry blossom trees in Washington, D.C. And there's a camera on the Aurora Borealis. So lots of cool stuff to see from the comfort of your own home. Mm -hmm. Now, has anyone here actually watched the anime Hanayori Dango? No, I haven't, I'm afraid. Nope. If I'm not mistaken, the opening theme is pretty cool. On a side note, I've I've been slowly been rebuilding my massive collection of MP3s and music, and I'm probably going to have to get a second drive and offload that eventually because I think before the crash, I had maybe about two terabytes of music, I believe. And yeah, you had quite a bit. Yeah, my collection goes back at least 15 plus years. And I'm, I'm kind of sad because I realize some stuff I've downloaded, I'm probably not going to be able to get again. Like the Power Power Max soundtracks. Like I have a couple of them on my shelf, but the actual copies or rips, I'm probably not going to be able to get again unless I go digging and get lucky. Like I might have a friend who has them. Oh, I would greatly appreciate that. I will reach out to Kai and see if she has access to them because she's our local Gyaru or one of our local Gyaru com members that does a ton of para para and club dance. And I, I would, if she doesn't have them, I don't imagine anyone would. I will gladly trade whatever, you know, for that, you know. And I, I was able to track down my old Baka BT account and get that reactivated. So I'm pulling stuff. And in doing so, I found more Ranma one half music. I found a site that had all of the singles ripped. And I was just like, so now I basically have the full Ron, but one half discography. So I'm kind of happy about that. 
but the thing is, I'm re-downloading all this stuff at a higher bit rate, like black bit rate or 320, and I'm just like, why is this so big and I don't have this much? I'm like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, but it happens. I think I would be kind of okay with that to put everything on, like, all my music on one <coughs> drive on my machine and just let it sit there and run, like, the normal backup on that or or the sync or something like that. We'll figure something out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Um, now, Rich, you know, you wanted to bring up something earlier about, you know, virtual events that are going on, so, you know, the floor is yours. I was going to say, did, did Mako go? Oh, wait. No. Oh, sorry! Okay. Uh, so yeah, um, not quite sure how this is running, but there is a new English playable real escape game in Tokyo. Um, again, I don't know how this is running. I thought most of this stuff had to be uh, closed up. Uh, so I can only assume that this was done before everything was going on over there. Um, but this whole game is uh, its in Tokyo Mystery Circus Complex. It's offering an ever-evolving selection of cool-themed challenges. So you're escaping from nine rooms, which is your goal in uh, the Escape from the Runaway Train. The game is entirely playable in English by groups of one to four players. And you basically start from the rear car of the train and you have 50 minutes to get through to the beginning of the train. Um, so obviously it's not like it's going anywhere, but they use clever uh, sound, vibration, and attention, a uh, ticking timer that uh, brings tension to the game um, to create a convincing illusion. Um, not for nothing, this is pretty damn cool. Mm. You cool. have you have a bunch of different puzzles that you have to solve within the nine rooms. You have prompts that will appear on tablet screens and hidden clues sometime in plain sight. And then once you've figured out the solution, uh, generally in the form of a password, you enter it into the tablet and once you've cleared all the puzzles for your room, it unlocks the next door. So basically that process repeats until you get to the conductor's room and are able to stop the train, or you run out of time and the train crashes. Um, so yeah, I, this actually kind of looks really cool, and I like that it's multiple rooms. Um, I like that it's nine rooms. Obviously, with 50 minutes, they either have to be simplistic puzzles that you're trying to go through, or they're expecting you to be a genius. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really I, I enjoy these puzzle games. I enjoy escape games. Um, I really wish that there was... Because I, I feel that Japan gets a lot of really cool escape games. Mm -hmm. So I really wish that either they would bring more of them here or that more places would look into that type of game and attempt to recreate that here. They got to step their game up over here, in other words. Well, one of the companies that 
that does this in Japan scrap, they did open up a couple of branches here in the U.S. for for real estate games, but it's not really the same. Yeah, those are more revolving kind of things. Um, I know they were the ones they did the, I believe they did the Metal Gear game. Um, I believe they brought over the Attack on Titan game. Mm-hmm. But that's not exactly an escape room type game. That's more of a, like you, you're going, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Attack on Titan one was done in one of the stadiums or something. So you're actually going through doing stuff that way instead of attempting to actually go through a room. Yeah, because I'm looking at the website for that company, Scrap. They actually had two locations, one in one in uh, San Francisco and one in Brooklyn. The one in Brooklyn mm-hmm. closed up years ago, but they still they're still doing the one in um the one out in, in Japantown. So at least it's something. But I mean, you do have other escape games fo- po- popping up all over, but it's, you know. Yeah, I did an escape room. Uh for my birthday yeah. and that was that was really fun um it helped that we actually had somebody in our group that had done um escape games yeah. and had done similar escape games um so they kind of like this was my first one so they kind of uh, were able to talk us through and uh, let us know what was going on mm-hmm. and we got through it we actually beat it which was awesome um, but I'd really like to go back because uh, the one that I went to, it actually has four different games. So I would actually like to go back and do uh, the escape from the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually looking at their website, and it comes up right in English, which is pretty cool. They have a game, they have a Snoopy escape game. That sounds interesting. Snoopy and the Clue Solving Circus. That sounds like one that maybe is aimed at, like, families. Mm-hmm. And it looks like the ones that they're doing in the U.S. are basically U.S.-translated versions of um of the Japanese one, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Let me, let me look at the internet here. Um, okay. Uh, this is what the Snoopy one is about. During this live interactive event, you will explore Tokyo Mystery Circus in real time and progress through the storyline as you solve a variety of puzzles. The game will start as soon as you exchange your ticket and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's the story. World-famous circus leader Snoopy's leader badge has been stolen. Can you solve a set of puzzles that arrived in the mysterious envelope, address to Snoopy, and get a world-famous circus leader's badge back? Cool. <laughs> and it's in English. Yeah, all the ones in this are in English. Oh, they're the ones that that uh, did the Lupin one. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's good to know that at least there are some of them over there that are doing ones in English so that if, you know, you do end up over there, you can still uh, participate. Yeah. I, again, just though wish that they would just bring them here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at the Lupin one. Mission, infiltrate the Noir Museum. Yeah, I, I I could like to do something like that. I mean, if we do the Lupin one, we all gotta show up as Lupin characters. 
All of us? Yeah, why not? Okay. Cause look, when they look when they did the Escape on Titan on Staten Island, you damn well know there were some Attack on Titan cosplayers that showed up to do it. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. So why not? You know, I mean, Ari, look at you. You could be an awesome Jigen. Eh, I'll give it a shot, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um. Guess we can. I guess we can start wrapping things up around here. Mm -hmm. Well, that is it. End of list. We're done with episode 444. So thank you for sticking around with us and participating. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you will find links to not just our weekly podcast, you'll find cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, uh, links to our YouTube videos, links to our cos our convention uh, cosplay photos, convention coverage reviews, anime reviews, and so much more. All that and then some at AnimeJamSession.com. Aria, what did you post? I, I just posted a link to my... Uh you know, Facebook album for my Animal Crossing designs, and my and it had a sp and it had a spasm. You might want to use like a tiny URL shortener. Yeah. Um, don't forget, um, if you have a mobile device, you can find our podcast anywhere, like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anything, any podcast app. Just do a search for Anime Jam Session, and you'll find us. And a lot of these apps will have the ability to leave. You'll leave little reviews, so we'd really appreciate that. And don't forget, you can find us on youtube.com slash anime jam session for convention video coverage, twitter.com slash anime jam session for when we're going live and other events we want you to know about, and facebook.com slash anime jam session so you know when we're not just going live, but you can see some of the stuff that we're talking about and then some. So let's go around the room. Last words of Ichigo. Well, uh, as I mentioned before, there are some virtual events going on, so check them out on Facebook. I know that there are quite a few if you look up virtual Comic-Cons um, or virtual uh, anime cons. And I know NakaCon is coming up to host a cosplay competition online, and TechoCon is going to be hosting some online fashion content, so keep an eye out for that. See you guys later. Last words, Mako-chan. Um, I'm actually really damn tired, so I can't wait to go to bed. Mm. Last words, Ari. Yeah, that makes two of us, I think. Uh, my last words. I think I'm going to settle in with some ice cream and an episode of Mecha Power. Oh, Ooh, ice cream. Yes, I got some type, I got Tin Roof Sunday too. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week for a brand new episode of Anime Jam Session. And I hope you like this new format I'm bringing in. You know, I just want everyone to chill out and have fun before we kind of get into the, some of this stuff. So, you know, that's how we do. So, that's it. End of list. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigogami. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Say goodnight, Mako-chan.
Good night, Mako-chan. That's it. Perfect. We're out of here. Good night, people. of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!